It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's gang time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Welcome to Friday, TGIF to you and yours. It is a uh, Friday morning edition of Game Time. Boy, this is going to be a fun day. Ward White's Ryan Fox, and yours truly. Glad to have you with us. Ward, good morning. How are you? How was your trip? It was good. Good. Ryan, good morning. Morning. Happy Friday, Tom. It is. It is Friday. We got a lot to get to today. A lot to get to today. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll get into high school basketball. What a game last night, huh? 123. Are you kidding me? No, not. <laughs> Did you sit here yesterday, 24 hours ago, and tell me, I think this Yates team can compete with them a little bit? I, yeah, I did. You were wrong. Well, <laughs> you're wrong about the Rangers. So no, I'm not. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> it's not opening day. Wow. Yeah. What? What? I mean, I, and I want to talk about it in our next segment, but just where are we with this basketball team? This is crazy. They're pretty good. <laughs> yeah, they are, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Is it is it defense setting up offense? Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, they're they're pressing you right back onto they're the tenacious. bus, aren't they? They're tenacious defense. I mean, they, they are. I mean, they're the best push- I've seen in a long, wow, long time. Pushing people right out of the gym, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Holy smokes! They're so quick. Wow, they're just fast, and, and they and, are all over the ball. And thirty-four it, turnovers last night. They don't 30, let. 34 turnovers last night. They don't let the opponent cross half court. Mm-mm. I mean, not, not very often. I mean, it's a fail if somebody gets into the offensive end. It's, it's, wow. We'll get into all that stuff. All right. I, I, I got a, there's several things I want to get into just briefly, just kind of touch base. This is our opening touch base thing. Get it, touch base. First of all, today is opening day for Mitch Thompson and the Baylor baseball team. Uh, I've known Mitch over 20 years. Great guy. I don't know if they're going to win 40 or or what they're going to do. I mean, don't know. I do know this. This program will start the rise back to where it was because Mitch is that kind of guy, that kind of coach, and I wish them the uh, the very best. This this should be fun to kind of watch this this program grow and develop. Another great guy is Glenn Moore and the Baylor softball team. They're off to a 4-1 start. They have their home opener today as well. So if you want to play hooky, today's a good day. This is opening day for the baseball team. This is home opener for the softball team. They're both playing at 3 o'clock today. Sneak out to the ballpark. You can, you know, spend a few innings over at the softball, over at Getterman, then over to Baylor ballpark and watch some baseball or vice versa, whatever you, you, you feel like doing. But get out to the ballpark. should be fun. It is my intention to get out to the ballpark and, and watch some baseball. So, and some softball. So, we wish them well. Uh, and, and we'll have those games right here on ESPN, the baseball, and on Fox, uh, excuse me, on Cool 101.3, we'll have softball. So, there you go. Derek on the call here on the baseball side. And, uh, and we'll have uh, Dan Ingham on the softball call. Uh, on the on the softball side, so we have that going on for you. 
Speaking of baseball, uh, we lost a great one yesterday. Tim McCarver passes away at the age of 81. He, and I don't remember him, Ward. I don't think our generation remembers him as a player. I don't remember Tim McCarver as a St. Louis Cardinal. I just don't. I do remember Tim McCarver working with first Jack Buck and then Joe Buck and, and doing a lot of television, baseball, and I thought he was just tremendous at it. Tremendous. Yeah, one of the best. Yeah. So we lose Tim McCarver. We were at the Baylor Club yesterday John did his show there and and Matt did his so we were at the Baylor Club yesterday and I look up and they got the golf tournament on television I went well okay there's whatever I think it's the Genesis Invitational that's Tiger one of Tiger's golf tournaments he he's the host but he was also playing in it and guys I'm gonna tell you when after a while I, I, I got to go home and got home and, and turned it on for a it, it's look it's a it's a golf tournament it's not a major but it got exciting it got loud and it was opening day it was Thursday of a regular PGA event but what you had was a pairing of Tiger Woods Roy McElroy and and, and, uh, and I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Justin uh, Thompson. No, I'm drawing a blank. It's Rose. One of, it's one of Tiger's close friends, and I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> Sorry about that. But they they played yesterday, and they'll play today. They're paired today too. But, man, it got crazy because Tiger birdies the last three holes on Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas. And, look, McElroy was the leader of that group, Thomas second, and then and then Tiger. But, man, Tiger birdies 16, 17, and 18 to go two under to finish the round two under. That place went crazy. Crazy. Uh, and... and it was just fun to watch. It, it, and again, it just goes to show you guys what he means to professional golf. A regular PGA event just became incredibly significant because he's in it and playing well. And you watch television ratings this weekend if he's playing on the weekend. If he goes out and plays okay today, he'll make the cut. And if he makes the cut, their television ratings will, will, will skyrocket. That's what he means to, to professional golf. It is amazing. And the crazy part is he was out driving those two guys. He's 47. I didn't realize that, Ward. He's mm-hmm. 47. And he was out driving those guys. And it, it just I, – I mean, I was glued to the television. I, I mean – it was fun to watch. It really was enjoyable just to just to watch those three, particularly since all three of them are really close friends. And look, that they were paired. It, that wasn't happenstance that they got paired together. You know, it was it was just it was just a great day to watch golf, and I intend to watch a little bit of it again today, just because. 
Good stuff. It's the first time Tigers teed it up in a regular event, not a, a non-major, since October of 2020. And he goes out and shoots two under. And one of the last groups yesterday, I think he was second to last group. And I'm telling you, man, the place was rocking. It was absolutely rocking. Good stuff. So I uh, just wanted to get that in there, talk a little bit about that. So we had Tiger going well. We got baseball and softball. By the way, a friend of mine called me last night or texted me last night. You don't call anymore. You text. And said, hey, have you seen the Texas Six miniseries or whatever you call it, docuseries? And I said, no. He goes, it's on Paramount+. Plus. It's, they've got two seasons. Uh, and so I started watching season one. It, Ward, you'll love it. It's about six-man football, and it's about Strawn and, and their run to state championships. And it's in the players and the coaches – you know, in their lives, and it really is interesting. It's called Texas Six, and I'm I'm three episodes into season one, and I'm already hooked. I'm gonna I'm gonna I guarantee I'll binge watch it some this weekend. I'm only watching if Mary's is in it. It is okay. I'm watching season one. I mean, series uh, the first the first show. They show you a chicken fried steak right there at Mary's. I mean, it's it's got the old timers, and you know that's the cool thing. When one of the old timers starts talking, they'll put his name on the screen, like you know, like you would imagine they would. But then they put class of nineteen sixty two or whatever un- underneath his name, class of sixty eight. You know, it, it, it really is kind of cool. And then they show him going around. They, I mean, they had a game at Gorman and Milford, and you know, and and uh, Borden County, and just. Places that we're familiar with. I mean, there's, you know, so it's kind of a cool thing. And, the you know, the big non-district game in, in the in this first episode was against Milford. People that we're familiar with. It's it's a really cool docuseries, if you will. And, and again, I don't know how many episodes are in each, each season, but there's two seasons. And I took off last night, started watching season one, and I'm three, four episodes in. They're about 35, 40 minutes each. But it, it's, you know, it's really good stuff. So uh, I think I may binge watch a little bit of it this weekend. <laughs> I'm kind of hooked on it. So, if you, you know, if you're looking, if you have a rainy weekend or something, nothing to do, watch it. Good stuff. It's on Paramount Plus, and you're not going to be able to watch it because you're not going to pay the six bucks for Paramount Plus, are you? Do you get Paramount Plus? Mm-hmm. Because of something oh, else. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> or if it was on something else, he wouldn't pay that six dollars. No. All right. I have Walmart Plus for the delivery. <laughs> you get Paramount Plus free. Why is that, by the way? I have no idea. A lot of those services do bundles. Like we have like a family deal to where that's how I get ESPN Plus. Is- but he's he he spends money across the street at Amazon uh-huh. and then gets free television. Yeah, I get I get Prime. Yeah, he gets prime because he, he's in their top 10 in sales. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> From across the street. All right. I told y'all I've done that one time. I, I mean, and I had to have my daughter walk me through it. <laughs> I had her on the phone while I was trying to order something online. Now, what I do next, she says, you got to be kidding me. But 
No, I if if I was kidding, I wouldn't have called. But do you you order a lot of stuff online, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I use Amazon and I have Discovery Plus, and my grandma loves that because she's really big on those like murder mysteries and crime series and stuff. So I had to help her with that. Are we putting storefronts out of business? Oh, I mean, I I don't order a lot of stuff that I can just go get oh yeah off amazon i order stuff that would be hard to get like i order a lot of my broadcast equipment mm-hmm. from amazon I, I get that but i mean are will we ever not have department stores where you go try stuff on there's a novel concept does it fit before i purchase now, it i won't buy any clothes online uh, yeah. I've bought i know a lot of people do Oh, I, do, I do too i know a lot there, of people do seriously there is a deal and i'm not going to mention my wife's name but there's a deal where you once a month you get a bundle of the stuff. If you like it, you keep it. If you don't, you send it back. Have you ever heard of those deals? Yeah. I mean, you fill out this questionnaire. That, that's like Amazon. If you get something you don't like it, you just take it over to Coles and send it back. Right, but you've ordered it. This is they're anticipating what you might or might not like based off of questionnaire you filled out. Yeah, that that's I'm not doing that. And here comes once a month, here comes this package of stuff. If you like it, you you keep it. If you don't, you you got free shipping to get it back to them. But the crazy part is you can say, okay, I'm gonna take that one and keep it, but I I'm gonna send that one back. I, I've never and I'm like, no way. <laughs> if I can't go to the store and say, Where is your changing room? I'm not gonna buy it. You may be in trouble in a few years. That's what I'm asking. Are we such a lazy society that we got to have it delivered to our doorstep? Yes. Everything is delivered to our doorstep. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's supper. You know, I mean, you know, here's new clothes. Here's Ward's broadcast equipment. It's all <laughs> delivered to our doorstep. You don't have to leave your house if you don't want to. No, I, I, I get it. Boy, we're a lazy society, aren't we? It, if you want gratification. to, it is, it is, <laughs> and that's dangerous in my opinion. All right, I don't know how we got there, but we did. Seven fourteen. We're going to talk about La Vega and some other high school basketball coming up in just a couple of minutes. We're going to do it right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is game time. Your first word in sports as we kick off a Friday. By the way, if you miss anything, or maybe you want to go back and catch something from the John Moore show yesterday, you can do that. We have all of our broadcasts up in a uh, podcast. Form at SyntexSportsFan.com. That's SyntexSportsFan.com. And, of course, you can catch all these shows in, in a live stream format as well. Maybe you're uh, in your office and you don't have access to a radio. Well, turn your computer on. And you can listen to the to the show right there at SyntexSportsFan.com. But we, we, we kind of multitask with ours. We have a real radio station, which is kind of different than others. And we also have streaming. It's, it's amazing how it all works out. All right, 7-15, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears headed to Lawrence to take on Kansas this Saturday. 2.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 3 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor basketball, ESPN Central Texas. 
Jenna's on the phone. She's looking at me like I'm crazy. You're okay. not supposed That's to have good. your phone on in here. Thanks. Bye. Yep. See, it's going off. Say hi, Jana. Hi, everybody. It's Jana from from uh, Advanced. Yeah, we're Advanced. Advanced House Leveling. House Leveling. Foundation. She didn't turn her phone off. She didn't I turn didn't. her phone off. It's the first time. But you can call us at 254-235-4922 and tell her, turn your phone off next time, Jana. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. That was my echo, echo, echo. <laughs> Let's see how stupid that one sounds. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Are you looking for an air conditioning and heating company that is family-owned and operated and offers honest and fair pricing? Haddock's Heating and Air specializes in residential installation, service, and new construction for homeowners throughout Central Texas. They service all makes and models and offer free estimates. Check out their five-star ratings and Google reviews. Haddock's Heating and Air, 254-301-5373 and on Facebook. Member Better Business Bureau, license TACLB 106271E. From the first workout to the last practice, sports is an incredible and rewarding challenge. Hi, everyone. This is Dan Ingham with the First National Bank of Central Texas, and we're proud to support each athlete, every parent, and our educators. From families, small businesses, to the biggest industry, we're here to help. With remarkable products like mortgage lending, we've got banking ideas that fuel big dreams. The First National Bank of Central Texas, familiar faces making local decisions. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. Come join ESPN Central Texas Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show as we'll be broadcasting live from the newly opened Fish City Grill in Waco on Tuesday, February 21st at 4 p.m. Come celebrate Fat Tuesday at Fish City Grill. Happy hour 3 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. Enjoy ice-cold beer, cold margaritas, and discounted appetizers like fried pickles, shrimp nachos, cheeseburgers, even oysters. Fat Tuesday, February 21st with ESPN Central Texas Matt Mosley, 4 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Advanced Foundation Repair. All right, 719, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we uh, 
We're glad you're with us here on a, boy, it's a chilly Friday morning, wouldn't you say? Is chilly a good word or flat out cold? No, it's cold. <laughs> it's cold, yeah. I think we're going to peak, what, at about 51, 52 degrees today? Opening day of baseball and softball, and it's going to be in the 50s? That's why we're playing day baseball, I guess. I've seen it colder on opening day. Oh, absolutely. I broadcast colder. Uh, but, look, it should be fun. Uh, baseball opens against uh, Central Michigan this afternoon at 3. Our pregame begins at 2.45. And over on 101.3, it's softball in the uh, Getterman Classic. So, uh, good luck to Glenn Moore and his team. So, should be a lot of fun. Get out to the ballpark. Sneak. It's Friday. Call it, uh, call it a week early and get out to the ballpark. And enjoy some softball and baseball. All right, uh, last night, what was the final? 123 to 33, is that correct? No. 123 to, what was it? 13? 20. 20? 123 to 20. To 20. It was 79 to 13 at the half, right? 79 at the half? Mm-hmm. It was 79 to 13. And what was it at the end of the first quarter? 40 to 8. 40 to 8. Have you ever seen anything like it? No. No. Not even relatively close. They move out of district into postseason, and the numbers get bigger. Yates was 19 and four coming in. in. 19 and four. And now they're 19 and five. They should get two losses for that. <laughs> they got. I mean, they got run out of the gym. Yes. But you, you talk about the press. It's it's just suffocating, isn't it? It is. I, it, it, it's 34 turnovers. Wow. Amazing. That, that is. I, I've never seen anything like it. And it's, it's on the press. It's also once you cross half court, it, it's a situation where they stay on the balls of their feet and they play defense and they steal the ball. Don't don't try to get it in the lane because it's going to get picked off, it, and and then here they go. They're going to run, and Yates tried to press them a couple of times. Big mistake. It didn't take them long to go. We can't do this because they broke the press. Didn't ball didn't touch the ground on a couple of times, and that's the way you you break a press. I mean, it was just four passes across midcourt and a layup immediately. It, it's it's good sound basketball uh and and you just you can't keep up with them they're just too fast and it's not just the first wave it's the second wave that comes in is just as fast and they they play extremely fundamental basketball the only thing that they kind of struggled with last night was free throws they were 18 of 33 from the free throw line most of that in the second half um but they still, I mean, I, I guess if you wanted to look at something and you wanted to try to do it, you just start fouling immediately and, and put them on the free throw line and say, okay, you're going to have to make free throws, which I think they can. I just, I think they were just so far ahead in the second half. It just, they, they couldn't connect in the second half from the free throw line. First half, they were good from the free throw line, but the second half when they went to the charity stripe, it was a little bit of a struggle. It's it's a happy basketball team, I suspect, Ward, because everybody gets a chance to play. He goes incredibly deep because they have these games secured and put away 
so early that he's he's able to play kids, and he played what his some of his JV youngsters last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a Cu- second couple round of the JV that they brought up. You know, everybody brings up a couple of kids in, in basketball from the JV to give them that playoff experience, but you don't know if they're going to get into the game or not. Well, they played a whole quarter last night. So what's next for the Lady Pirates of La Vega? Well, they have the winner of Marble Falls and Caldwell. And Caldwell and Marble Falls play tonight uh, in Marble Falls. They got a home-and-home home flip, and Marble Falls won it. So they'll, about that? So they'll host them. Uh, Marble Falls, the winner out of District 24. Uh, and that game possibly could be in Georgetown either Monday or Tuesday. We won't know until after tonight's game. Gotcha. And they're going to flip for that. I suspect that Coach Willis wants to stay on the Monday format. He wants to play on Monday, I believe. And then beyond that, it's the regional tournament, correct? Yeah, and that in the next Friday, Saturday, is the region tournament back in Bryan. So that's, you know, that, that just, you're, you're one step closer to, to San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And they're playing well. I mean, there's no question about it. I mean, what, they have five or six kids in double figures? Um, yeah, at least five or six. Let's see. I'll tell you right now. Three, four, five, six, seven kids in double figures. Seven in double figures. Holy smokes. <laughs> that's, 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 that's unheard of. It, it really is. I, it, 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 you just, if you get a chance and it, you want to go watch some really good basketball on any level, come to a La Vega game. Just take time and come to the La Vega game. Bring your radio. Come to the game and, and watch these girls play. They're outstanding. All right, so we'll uh, we'll wait and see how the uh, the Marble Falls and Caldwell game turns out tonight, and that's the next opponent. Garland Saxey beat Midway last night, ending their season, sixty-two to forty-six. Uh, let's see. As we mentioned, Conley won. That district is pretty good, isn't it? I know that La Vega kind of overshadows everybody, but Con- that district is pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. I mean, Conley wins a playoff game by 22 points last night, 55-33 over Taylor. So they move on and uh, and, and move into the regional quarterfinals. Uh, coming up, there's there's a lot of games tonight. I mean, a lot of games across Central Texas when it comes to uh, to high school basketball. So it uh, should be a lot of fun. Uh, get you know what? Get out and watch a game if if you get a chance and. And enjoy some high school basketball. These kids, uh, these kids deserve it. They uh, they they won their way into into postseason play, and uh, and, and they're and they're fun to watch. These these kids, like you mentioned, La Vega, a a fun basketball team to watch. So if you get a chance, get out and uh, and and enjoy some some high school basketball. Uh, Seven twenty seven. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Glad to have you with us as we uh, move through a uh, a Friday. We're going to talk with with Pat Nunley coming up in just a couple of minutes. We want to talk a little bit about uh, Baylor and Kansas. He'll be on the call tomorrow afternoon from Lawrence and, and Allen Fieldhouse. So we'll talk with Pat Nunley. We'll do that coming up next right here 
on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. 68-94 and 94 last year, talking about the Rangers. What is a realistic goal for this year? 75 wins or a winning season? If they're not in the American League West race and winning the championship, it's a bad year. They're not going to win the championship. And if they do, would you like to repeat what you just told Ryan and I? I didn't. I mean, if they win 100 games. Yes, 100 games. I'll run down Bagby naked. They ain't going to do it. <laughs> Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at centexsportsfan.com. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. 2.9% 2.9% financing for qualified buyers. Only see dealer for details. Richard Carr's lot is loaded with new GMC Sierra trucks, and they have got to go. A hardcore work truck with a luxury interior. GMC Sierra is the best truck on the road. Right now, step up to a premium-grade Sierra SLT crew cab and save thousands. Or get 2.9% financing with no payments for 90 days on most Sierra 1500s in stock. Call now, get here now, or log on now and drive home your GMC Sierra from Richard Carr today. Richard Carr, they have the truck for you. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The playoff road continues for the La Vega girls after a 123-20 win over Houston Yates. Conley will also advance with their 55-33 win over Taylor. The Mitch Thompson era of Baylor baseball starts this afternoon as the Bears welcome in Central Michigan for game one of a three-game weekend series. First pitch is at 3 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. 
MCC baseball and softball are in action today as the Highlanders take on Western Iowa for a nine-inning affair starting at two. The softball team is hosting the Highlander Classic starting with a two o'clock game against the College of Southern Idaho and then a seven o'clock first pitch against Salt Lake. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Your home for Baylor men's and women's basketball. ESPN Central Texas. Seven thirty-two. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Your first word in sports coming up tomorrow. A busy day in sports, but one of the big games that we'll have right here on ESPN Central Texas will be the Bears and the Kansas Jayhawks. And uh, on the call from Lawrence will be Pat Nunley. Pat, good morning. Thanks for your time. We and how are you today? I just never better. Happy Friday, everybody. <laughs> you know, Tom, think about it. So tomorrow, I'm going to be sitting courtside in Fog Allen Arena, college game day, number nine versus number five. I mean, I am blessed. Like, for a college basketball fan, is there anything better? We, so I'm fortunate. I can't wait. We were just talking about that. The feel, I know it's a regular season matchup between these two teams, but it has a different vibe to it, doesn't it? It does. I mean, you think about it, over the last three years or four years, these are the two teams in the league. They're the last two national champs, uh, split the conference championship a year ago. Baylor won it year before that, and it, it does have a different vibe. And I think it's because these two teams have emerged as the the quality of the league and this year i mean there's some other teams obviously i mean you got a three-way tie for first right now but still baylor kansas i don't care where they play i don't know i don't care what the the situation is is always special and tomorrow is no exception to that there's something about that building too pat i mean you you know to get there you got to drive down naismith <laughs> and, then, and then you go into Allen Fieldhouse. I mean, and, and I know that Kansas year in and year out puts together a good basketball team, but there's just something about that building. There is. It's a museum. I mean, it really is. It, it is a museum uh, about the, the history of college basketball. I mean, that's its birthplace. And you're right. You drive into Naismith uh, on Naismith Drive to get to the arena. And, and what I love about it is – it's the same as it always always has been. They don't do a lot of refurbishing to it. It's huge. You know, it's going to seat 15,000, 16,000 people, and it will be full. It will be elbow to elbow tomorrow particularly. But it it's just got a different vibe to it. It's I mean, in every, uh, every trip on the road in this league is very difficult. But I still think Fog Allen is the toughest place to win. And it's, it's kind of interesting, too. I was listening to uh, – Bill Self talk about their home court advantage. And what he said was the best home courts have the best players playing on it. So the atmosphere helps, but at the end of the day, Kansas is great at home because they've always had great players playing in Fog Allen Arena when the opposing teams come in. Baylor won the first game 75-69 to back on January 23rd, but this is not the same Kansas team that they beat in the Farrell Center. This, this team is heated up just quite a bit, hadn't it? It has, for sure. And I think it's because both Baylor and Kansas have a championship mentality. They know what it takes. They've both won at the highest level. And so when you get into, you know, five games left, uh, Big 12 championship implications on the line, NCAA tournament seating on the line, uh, it, it's, just, it's just different. And I think 
both teams can smell a Big 12 championship. Now, we have the luxury of looking down the road. The team does not. I mean, like I think, Tom, you just said, uh, this, this is a big game, but it's, it's one of five that the Bears need to get to be able to, at the end of it, win a Big 12 championship. And a year ago, Baylor won five of its last six games after having stubbed its toe a couple of times to go on and take a share of the Big 12 championship. So that's what I mean by championship mentality, understanding what it takes. And I think a key for both teams is in mid-February, you need to be confident, you need to be healthy, and you need to be playing well. Now, Kansas has a, a few um, injury issues. I don't think they'll, they'll be a real problem tomorrow. Uh, Dewan Harris, Kevin McCullers, both with some ankle troubles. But they're still, I think, healthy enough. And from Baylor's perspective, confident, healthy, playing really well. Pat, how different is this Baylor team with, with uh, Jonathan Chamois-Chachua back? And how different can they be? Will we ever see Baylor go big? I mean, really big? It's a great question. Uh, first of all, they're a lot better with uh, Chachua out there. And he's not 100%. You can just tell. He doesn't explode off the floor the way he did a year ago. Uh, he He's you might notice he's batting a lot of balls rather than bringing rebounds down cleanly. And that's fine. I mean, he's a smart player and he's just going with what he's got, but what he does is lift the team emotionally. We asked him after the game uh, against West Virginia, you know, everybody can see when you watch him play that he's a great communicator. And we asked him, what's that about? And he said, well, and I was surprised to hear this. He said, I don't really understand the game that well. Uh, I just haven't been playing it that long, and I have a lot to learn. But talking relaxes him. I mean, yeah. Just being able to communicate settles him down. And he said something really interesting. He said, my communication gives the team comfort, it unifies us, and it connects us. So that's the way he thinks. And those are the intangibles that he brings to the floor, even if he's not 100%. And I think Baylor is much better with him on the floor than without it. And, you know, he's still not uh, defensive player of the year level like he was a year ago. But still, what he brings to the floor, you can't get anywhere else. Who has the toughest schedule? I know that they face each other. But going for that Big 12 championship between Kansas, Baylor, and Texas, who has the toughest road ahead of them in those last five games? Yeah, well, before the, the West Virginia game, uh, John had done a little looking at that, and it's Baylor. Over the last six games at that time, Baylor was, um, you know, by all the analytics, shown to have the most difficult Big 12 conference schedule remaining. Goes to Kansas, goes to Kansas State back-to-back, goes to Oklahoma State, and that's going to be tough. This is a different Oklahoma State team that is playing for an NCAA berth, and then it'll be great to have Iowa State and Texas back at home, but it's a grind. And this, I think, Tom, you mentioned this as well. This is one game. This is one of five, and they've got to get it. I say they've got to get it. I mean, it's not a bad loss for either team, but if you want to make a run, you got to start knocking off these, these teams. And each of the five games, is well, four of the five are against top 25, and then the other one is, again, against a team that, that is playing at home, Oklahoma State. 
that need the signature win, and beating Baylor would do that for them. Pat, does anybody in the country have better guards than than Baylor? No, just don't. <laughs> you know that that group of three, and then if you add Langston Love to the mix, no, there, there just aren't. And I think any coach in the league will tell you that. I mean, this is the this is the best offensive team in the United States. It just is, really, by any measurement. And and it all happens out on the perimeter. So, you know, even even when Keontae George doesn't score big uh, against West Virginia, I think he had six. He took five shots, four or five shots. But he had eight rebounds and he had eight assists. Mm-hmm. So even when one of the three is not scoring big, they're still really effective. And they do an incredibly good job of sharing the ball. Keontae George is happy to give it up. You want an assist? Throw it to Cryer. <laughs> you know, he had the kind of night that Cryer can have. But who, by the way, LJ Cryer has the highest three-point field, field goal percentage in the Big 12 at right at 43%. So not only are they the best in the country, I think right now they're playing really well. Is this a Final Four team? Man, that's a great question. And I, I think it's capable of it, Sure. Uh, but there's just so much work to be done left. Uh, it's, you know, the, the next five games are all going to have NCAA tournament feels to them. No question. And you, you take these five games, it's kind of like the six that you're going to have to win if you win a national championship. And and maybe at, at the front end of, of NCAA tournament games, because of the seeding, those games won't be as tough as the next five will be for Baylor. But, to answer your question, yes, it's capable. It absolutely is. But a lot has to go really well to do that. But this this team's capable. You played the game, obviously. Uh, you've you've sat beside John for all these years. I, I'm just curious how you how you your thought process when it comes to the Big Twelve tournament. We've we've talked several times, and you know, with particularly Texas, Kansas, and Baylor. If they happen to get beat early in the Big 12 tournament, it's probably not the end of the world, is it? I know you want to go win games if you're going to go on, if yeah. if you're going to get on the plane and fly up there, you're going to win, but if it yeah. happens that you get to come home and get a little rest, that's not the end of the world, is it? It's not. And if you think about the National Championship, that's what happened. They lost early in the Big 12 tournament and they needed to practice and they flew immediately to Indianapolis and practiced for two weeks straight or about 10 days straight. And it helped immensely because practice at the end of the year really does matter. But I'll say to answer your question, Tom, and and this is my standard answer to this, but it's, it's the case. Scott has always said, we're going to win championships. When he first got here, we are going to win championships. And he views the season as pre-conference want to win that big 12 race want to win that big 12 tournament won a championship. That's what we're in this to do. And then NCAA tournament. So I, 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 I agree with you. I don't, it's not the end of the world. It's really not, but I believe Baylor goes to the big 12 tournament with both barrels loaded thinking we're going to win this thing. Because if you don't have that attitude, you don't have a championship mentality. Like that I talked about earlier, you want to win every championship that you are in contention to win. With and final thought for you along those same lines, it, those three, maybe even a couple of others, can they really improve their stock uh, 
as far as the NCAA seeding is concerned uh, in that Big 12 tournament? Or, you know, are they those who are on the two line, are they going to remain on the two line, those on the three line, so on and so forth? Yeah, again, Tom, really good question. And just historically, it, it, the Big 12 tournament hasn't really affected seeding for a Baylor or a Kansas, or in this case, a Texas team. Now, we'll have to see what happens over the last five mm-hmm. when you get to the Big 12 tournament. But uh, Baylor is still a one seed a year ago, despite having lost early. Kansas, uh, if, it, if it plays well going out, is probably a one seed. I think Baylor can get to a one seed. Texas, same, same thing. It certainly helps. But if your body of work getting to the Big 12 tournament is strong enough for a one seed, I haven't seen anybody get knocked off of that by losing early in the Big 12 tournament, at least over the last three or four years. I keep saying last question. This, I promise you, I'll let you go. I know you have things to do. Uh, I got got nothing but time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) Okay, so we we talked about it, and we've talked about it in this room a little bit. You you just mentioned that if things go well, that this could be a Final Four team for Baylor. Can this conference get multiple teams – into the final four can this we talk about the quality of this league can this league get two teams into the final four i think so i mean it's the best statistically proven it's the best basketball conference in the country it just is by really any measurement and you tcu has been bitten by the injury bug badly they've got miles out they got lampkin out i'll say again when tcu is healthy it might be the most complete team in the Big 12. When they were going, they were going. So they could make a run. Texas can make a run. Baylor, Kansas can make a run. Iowa State came in last year, made a run to the Sweet 16. I think anything can happen. It, it is. It's healthy. It's confident. It's playing well. you got to get on a roll. And if you're going to win six games in a row, you, you better be at your best. But there are multiple teams in this league capable of making that kind of run. Pat, have fun tomorrow. Uh, and by the way, if you need someone like to carry your your briefcase or anything, I'm available tomorrow. Just saying. Yeah. Well, you're talking to the wrong guy. You're assuming, <laughs> Tom. You're assuming I have any authority whatsoever. I'll, I'll make my pitch for you, and I'll do my best. But uh, the ball is not in my hand <laughs> as far as that decision is concerned. Oh, you know, I, I've told people I've been to, I've been in that arena several times. I've just never seen a yeah. game in that arena. <laughs> you know, the baseball yeah. field is right behind the 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 uh, the, the the gym, and you know, mm-hmm. you'd be silly not to walk in there and look around. And, and and as you mentioned, it's it's a museum. It really, really is. So. When we were there for baseball, I'd walk around and go look around and, you know, there would be people, you know, shooting baskets or whatever. But you're like, wow, this is a cool place. It it is. And when they start the rock, chalk, Jayhawk thing, Mm -hmm. it's really, it's impressive. It is. And and they they should be commended for their home crowd. And it's it's a wonderful place to play. But I'll tell you, this is not Marquette, right? That was Baylor's first true road game of the year. And Baylor got rattled. And you could see it. I don't think they're going to be wide-eyed tomorrow. They are, what, I think six and four in away games, something like that. Four and two in the league, right? Yeah, yeah, and maybe six and four overall, something like that. So they're four and two. um, The confidence thing is critical. They won 10 of 11. 
and they're playing a little bit from behind because they're playing number five and they're number nine in a hostile environment. But I, I do think they um, they got to play the game plan really well. They've got to play the scouting report and, and all that stuff, transition defense, offensive rebounding, get to the line, paint touches really matter tomorrow. Uh, everything will be magnified tomorrow, but they're up for it. They, they will not be um, starstruck at all. Again, championship mentality. That's that's what the, the coaches are preaching to the team right now, and I they'll have to have that attitude beginning tomorrow and then for the remaining four games after that. Pat, thanks. Have a, have a great call. We appreciate your time as always. A lot of fun. All right, guys. Have a great weekend. You do the same. Uh, Pat Nunley. Uh, guys, does it get any better than Pat? Uh, he no. is so good. So good. He and John, I, I've said it a million times, that is the best broadcast. Uh, it, it just is. I mean, that Baylor basketball broadcast is as good as it gets. And I'm telling you, man, if you want to watch it, great. But turn down the sound and and listen to Pat and John make the with the call. It's you'll appreciate it. Seven forty eight. We're a dozen minutes away from eight o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show, Ian Eagle and our guest Bill Raftery doing the game for CBS on Saturday. Yeah, it, it is good. That, you know, Big Twelve is just you know rock 'em sock 'em, uh, talent laden, and a nightmare I think for coaches. I mean, you got to win at home. And boy, if you can scratch one on the road, boy, you've really done a heck of a job. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Jenna's on the phone. She's looking at me like I'm crazy. Okay, you thought I was supposed to have good. your phone on in here. Thanks. Bye. Yep. See, it's going off. Say hi, Jana. Hi, everybody. It's Jana from from uh, Advanced. Yeah, we're Advanced. Advanced House Leveling. House Leveling. Foundation. She didn't turn her phone off. She didn't I turn didn't. her phone off. It's the first time. But you can call us at 254-235-4922 and tell her, turn your phone off next time, Jana. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. That was my echo, echo, echo. <laughs> Let's see how stupid that one sounds. What's the most important thing to you when car shopping? Quality vehicle? Outstanding reputation? A dealership you can depend on? Hi, I'm Amy Hunter, and at Jeff Hunter Toyota, you get all three of those. But don't take my word for it. According to Consumer Reports, Toyota has been named one of the most reliable brands in the auto industry. Stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Christie's Burgers and Bell Meat is locally owned and operated. With the best taste in old-fashioned burgers on a toasted bun, your taste buds will not go unsatisfied. Don't forget about their delicious chili dog or their tater tots with melted cheese. Christie's has that hometown feeling and friendly service that warms your hearts and not just your tummies. Open Monday through Saturday at 1045 a.m. Call in your order for pickup or dine in. Christie's Burgers in Bellmead. Stop by and get your burger today. The home for Baylor Bear Baseball is ESPN Central Texas. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com.
Looking for that hard-to-find whatchamacallit or doodad to finish your do-it-yourself project? You'll find it at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are included in their huge showroom, including all the steel products you need, such as bolts, nuts, and washers. Plus, you will enjoy the one-on-one customer service that Pioneer Steel and Pipe has featured since opening their doors in 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, 2003 South Loop 340 next to Busby Feet in Waco and at PioneerBoys.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The playoff road continues for the La Vega girls after a 123-20 win over Houston Yates. Conley will also advance with their 55-33 win over Taylor. The Mitch Thompson era of Baylor baseball starts this afternoon as the Bears welcome in Central Michigan for game one of a three-game weekend series. First pitch is at 3 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. MCC baseball and softball are in action today as the Highlanders take on Western Iowa for a nine-inning affair starting at two. The softball team is hosting the Highlander Classic, starting with a 2 o'clock game against the College of Southern Idaho and then a 7 o'clock first pitch against Salt Lake. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's now time for Did You Know with Ryan Fox. Did you know that today is the great Jim Brown's 87th birthday? Wow. Jim Brown, NFL running back, three-time MVP, 1957 Rookie of the Year, eight, eight-time first-team All-Pro, Pro Bowler, spent all nine years of his NFL career with the Cleveland Browns. And did you know that Jim Brown is the only player in NFL history to win Rookie of the Year and League MVP in the same season? Mm-hmm. Ever. How about that? Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 1971. Happy 87th birthday to Jim Brown, born on this day in 1936 in St. Simons, Georgia. And he yeah. and, and had a nice little acting career as well. Yeah, he did. He did. He well, was yeah. at the award show. What movies did he do? He was in TV oh. shows and stuff. Yeah, he was in yeah. a lot of I movies. I mean, you, if you go to the Googles. Go it'll, it'll, to the Googles. We'll go to the <laughs> I'm just, you know. Stephanie. <laughs> when in Rome, right? <laughs> then today is also one of my favorite comedians. Larry the Cable Guy turns 60 today. Get her done. <laughs> born he's 60? He turns 60 today. Boy, he's old. Born in 1963 in Pawnee County, Nebraska. Went by the birth name Dan Whitney. So Larry the Cable Guy turning 60 today. He's part of that blue-collar comedy well, I'm tour. I'm you. That is great stuff. That has what? Bill Engvall, Jeff Foxworthy, Ron White. Mm-hmm. Great quartet of comedians there. Larry the Cable Guy turning 60 today. And did you know that today is Michael Jordan's birthday? Michael Jordan also turned. The greatest turned ever. At, in, in not even open for debate, by the way. And born the same day as Larry the Cable Guy, as Michael Jordan also turns 60 years old today. Born in 1963 in Brooklyn, New York. I think, and you need to, you need to effort this, but... I think to, in honor of his 60th birthday that he is going to make a contribution of something like $10 million to charity. $10 million. Yep, to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Make-A-Wish Foundation. There How you go. How about that? 
How about that? 10-time NBA scoring champion, 10-time first-team All-NBA, 5-time league MVP, 6-time champion, 6-time finals MVP, 1985 NBA Rookie of the Year, Basketball Hall of Fame class of 2009. Uh, a, a lot of my generation probably disagree with me, but I, I think he's the greatest of all time. Well, he is. Despite, I mean, me, despite me never seeing him play, I, I, I truly think he is. Here's the difference between he and anybody else. He could win a game by himself. Well, he put everybody around him better and lifted them up yep. and expected the best out of them. And again, all you have to say for Michael Jordan, never had a game seven. Period. Period. Never let a series, not one series, go to seven games. And here's what you can also know. When, when there's three seconds to play and he's got the ball in his hand, it wasn't clanking off the rim. It was going through the bottom of the net every single time. He was just that much better than everybody else. He just was. Still is. Yes. I bet he could play right now at 60. I'd like to go one-on-one with him. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, also, did you know that Michael Jordan is among... 14 players in NBA history to have their jersey retired by at least two teams. There's 14 players overall. Two two of these players have their jersey retired by three teams. You want to venture a guess? Kareem. Kareem is, has two teams. Yes, he's one of them. Three teams. There are two players with three jersey jerseys retired. Three NBA teams. Three players? Or two players with three? I don't know. Wilt Chamberlain, and Pistol Pete Maravich. Really? Huh. And then, yes, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has two. Clyde Drexler. Who was the other one? Hang on, hang on. Who was the other one for, for Michael Jordan? Uh, the Heat. The Heat. Ah, oh, that's right. But you see, you forget about stuff like that. See, he's a Chicago Bull. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, like Tom said, Kareem, Clyde Drexler, Julius Irving, MJ, Bob Lanier. Is that how you say mm-hmm. it? Bob yeah. Lanier, Moses Malone, Earl Monroe, Dikembe Mutombo, Shaquille O'Neal, Oscar Robertson, Nate Thurman, and Charles Barkley. Boy, you know what? I haven't thought about Moses Malone in a hundred. That dude could play too now. Mm-hmm. So now you know. There you go. All right, uh, seven fifty-seven. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Let's bring in the voice of the Bears, John Morris. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. My name is number Jack of Baylor Athletics on the Friday Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we are headed into the busiest weekend of the spring so far. It includes Baylor baseball and softball making their home openers for the new seasons. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly... Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. 
Discounts may vary by situation. Want options? The best selection in Central Texas is at Allen Samuels in Waco. During the President's Day sales event, get a 2022 Ram 1500 quad cab with 0% for 72 months or Ram 1500 crew cab with 1.9% for 72 months on all trim levels. Lone Stars, Hermes, and top of the line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited. Or get a Ram 1500 Lone Star crew cab with values up to $8,250 plus an extra $500 to first responders. Let's play ball. Baylor baseball and softball are back in action beginning February 17th, and season tickets are currently on sale for both teams. Don't miss the action at Baylor Ballpark and Getterman Stadium as veteran softball coach Glenn Moore and first-year head baseball coach Mitch Thompson lead the Bears to victory this season. Get your season tickets today at BaylorBears.com tickets, and let's knock it out of the park this year. Sick'em Bears. Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back. It is an extremely busy weekend in Baylor Athletics. Baylor men's tennis opens play in the ITA National Indoors against TCU this morning at 9 a.m. Women's tennis versus Arkansas Pine Bluff coming up this afternoon at 5. Baylor baseball gets their new season underway, a three-game series against Central Michigan that begins this afternoon at 3 at Baylor Ballpark. Softball hosting Stephen F. Austin this afternoon at 3, opening the Gatterman Classic. It is nice to be home, says Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore. Yeah, well, Getterman Stadium is one of the top facilities in the country, and uh, if we can earn uh, the respect of our fan base early on by playing well and winning some games and being excited to exciting to watch, then uh, uh, hopefully by a conference time they'll come back out and support us when it matters the most. That's when it warms up. Right? When it warms up, <laughs> yes. Glenn Moore and Baylor softball hosting the Getterman Classic this weekend at Getterman Stadium. Games today at 3 versus Stephen F. Austin. Tomorrow at 3 versus Longwood. The games on Sunday sold out versus Oklahoma at noon and Army at 2 p.m. Also, Baylor men's basketball headed to Lawrence, Kansas, a top 10 showdown with KU coming up on Saturday. We're on the air at 2.30, tip off at 3 here on ESPN Central Texas for the Bears and the Jayhawks, television Saturday on ESPN. And the Baylor women hosting 22nd-ranked Iowa State Saturday afternoon in the Farrell Center. On the air at 4.30, tip-off at 5 on 104.9 FM. Television on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Baylor Equestrian hosting Oklahoma State tomorrow at 11. Acrobatics and Tumbling hosting Presbyterian Sunday afternoon at 3. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tomorrow from Lawrence and have more Monday. I'm John Morris. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Rico, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kyocera, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or 
WBEO.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, hour two of the program. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat from the Alan Samuels studio. Uh, A couple of notes here from our CNC Collision Center text line. We're just randomly going to read these and we'll go from there. Uh, Chet on the CNC Collision Center text line says, uh, what's he say? Where'd he go? Something about, oh, it is opening day. He just simply says it is opening day. Yes, indeed, Chet. Baseball opens the season and they do it at home today at three o'clock. And softball plays their home opener after spending uh, the weekend, last weekend, in Las Vegas. All right. Uh, From the 903 area code, we get much love for Tiger, but age and wear and tear means his game yesterday was the best you're going to get all weekend. You may be right. You you very well may be right. I agree with that. It was was hard to watch him walk. I'll just tell you that because he walks with a pronounced limp. Because of the because of all the injuries and all the surgeries and everything that goes with it, but man, oh man, uh, I got to watch about eleven or twelve holes yesterday, and it was it was fun to watch. I don't care what it was, and the fact that you could tell most of the time those guys don't say a whole lot to each other, but there was conversations walking down the fairway. There were smiles. I mean, those three guys genuinely like each other. And I think it'll be fun to watch them today. Now they're in the, you know, in the first two days of the tournament, you you either go out early and then late, or you go out late then early, and that's what uh, this group will do. This group went out late yesterday, so they go out early today, and then of course uh, they'll make the cuts and and pair everybody up for the weekend. Uh, let's see one other. Tim in Waco says, let's see what he says. It would be crazy to see Baylor, Kansas, Texas, and Houston in the Final Four. Yes, it would. First of all, you'd have three teams from the same conference in the Final Four, and that's never happened. Then you'd have a fourth team that's coming into the conference in a year. So, yeah, that would be wacky. Now, are they capable? Well, yeah, I mean, Houston's the number two team in the country right now. Uh, they're incredibly capable. I mean, but likely, no. Uh, but would it be fun to watch? It'd be it'd be fun to watch these teams as they go through, and it is going to be fun to watch these teams go through uh, the NCAA tournament because they, you know, once once you get out of conference play and get out of the conference tournament, hopefully they'll send you know a lot of these teams in opposite directions and get them in different uh, parts of the country so that you know. They're not in the same in in the same brackets, and I know eventually if you're going to have eight teams out of this conference or six or seven, that you're going to have multiple teams. I mean that's just the way it is. But but you like to see them as far apart from each other as possible to to see if they can uh, see how far they can go. All right, uh, a uh, eight oh six yesterday, Ward Ryan, uh, we were asked the question, who asked it about the quarterbacks. Oh, it was uh, from Blogging the Boys. Oh, RJ. RJ Ochoa. He asked us to rank, who would we rank ahead of Dak Prescott in the NFC? 
I think we'd all agree that Jalen Hurts would rank ahead of Dak Prescott. Do we agree with that? Yes. Do you agree with that? Mm-hmm. So let me throw out some names from NFC quarterbacks and see if any of these move ahead of Dak Prescott. We got Jalen Hurts in the number one position. Just tell me yes or no. Justin Fields. And we talk about numbers? No, no, no. Just your – I want this guy on my team. Just the okay. eyeball test, the, the right. gut test, you know. Okay. No, like, I, I don't want to get into statistical comparisons and because then you got to start looking at who well, they're you, throwing to and go, all that stuff. You go numbers, you, you, Dak's going to be yeah. leading the pack. I want to okay. know, Ward Whites gets to be the player personnel director of our new football team. We're, we're drafting a new team, and we get to go cherry pick players from anywhere. You know, come on. Okay. So we just, I just want to know, does anybody we, – we, we've got Jalen Hurts in the number one spot. I think we all agree there. We're, we're Maybe. Gonna, we're, well, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm going to put him there because of this year. And I know that's a tough deal. That's a tough sample okay. size. Okay. And if you want to move him, we can, you can move him. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll just say Jalen Hurts is the, is the standard. And you tell me, does he move ahead or, or this player move ahead or behind? Uh – Let's start with Kyler Murray. No. No. Would you take him ahead of Dak? No. Okay. I agree. Justin Fields? No. How about you? No. no. Okay. No. Here's an interesting name, and I know we kind of debated this in this room a little bit, but keep in mind there's just not a ton of talent around him. Jared Goff? No. Me either. He's not ahead of either one? No. Where's he kind of in your pecking order? Is he in the top five or six, in the bottom five? Is he in the middle? He's where, in the where? middle of the pack. He's he, nothing special. If he had players, and I know if is a big word, but there's no. just not much around him, is he, there? He's been around two teams, and he's never – I just – They no. did okay in L.A., didn't they? They did okay. You have talent around him, a lot of talent. Okay. Should have probably did better. Yeah, they led him to the Super Bowl, but they only put up three in that game. Yeah. Got him there. Well, yes. All right. We're, we're pushing him off the off the ledge. Here's a guy that doesn't know whether he wants to play. Here's a guy that's been to one Super Bowl. Uh, here's a guy that doesn't know if he wants to be at this team. Where do you put Aaron Rodgers on this list? Ahead of both of them. He's number one. Mm-hmm. How about you? Yeah, I would put. I would have him over Dak. His, Absolutely. His would would you have him ahead of Jalen Hurts? Yes. I think his body of work pushes him there, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. His body. And I tried to guide y'all the other direction. <laughs> but everything I said was true. I mean, he's going to go and sit in the dark, try to figure it all out. Where's Kirk Cousins on this list? Him and Dak are holding hands. And skipping through the daisies, aren't they? Yeah, I agree. Uh, do you have Geno Smith on your list? No. So, Dax ahead of him. Really, you only have Aaron Rodgers and maybe Jalen Hurts ahead of Dak Prescott. In the NFC, yeah. Okay. Why is the NFC less competitive at that position than the AFC? I, and it is. Just where the dominoes fell, I guess. I don't know. Okay, let's, let's, let's do the AFC. Does anybody – we can't put anybody ahead of Mahomes, can we? Absolutely not. Only if you're drunk. Okay. We all agree Mahomes is he's the GOAT in the AFC. 
Now I need you to tell me who's number two. Just and Joe we're, we're, we're kind of doing it a little different. Okay, put, so you would you agree, Joe I, Burrow? I put Josh Allen at two. You're putting Josh Allen at two. I'm putting Joe Burrow at two. Mm-hmm. So let's pretend you got to work with us on this one, Ryan. So let so I know your answer. You're putting you're putting Josh Allen at three. Who are you putting at three? Allen. Okay. Where's Russell Wilson fall in on this list? Way down. Yeah. Because of the last year or two. Yeah, he's he's not the same guy he was. What about where does a young Trevor Lawrence fit in? Has he got a bullet beside his name because he's he's on the way? He's at five. You like Justin Herbert in, in L.A.? Well, I do. Mm. Put some t- more tools around him, and with that, I, tr- I don't think he's better than Dak. You watch with that with that world class offensive coordinator. He is going. Oh Lord! He, he's be throwing curl routes all day. He is going to elevate. Be, I can't even say it. Mm-mm. Oh, I wonder how different they will look. I discombobbled at times. <laughs> oh boy! Uh who else are we missing off this list? Is there anybody else on the list? Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Patrick Mahomes, obviously. Justin Herbert. I don't guess there really is anybody else that we really need that's going to be in that that top three or four or five consideration, is there? No. Where would you just – now, everybody that we just talked about, AFC, NFC, is Dak top ten, top five? Not not numbers, not numbers. Just I want this guy thrown for my football team. Maybe hanging around ten. I think a lot of those guys in the AFC I'd have ahead of him. I think most of those guys in the I'd AFC, have all of them. Yeah, every stinking one of them ahead of Dak. I I agree. I agree. Uh, and then of course you know Baltimore has Lamar Jackson, but he's injured. And where does he fit on this list? I think he's up there. He's a premier quarterback. I think he. I think he's in the conversation. I, would you take Lamar Jackson over Dak Prescott in an even trade? I would. I would. Uh, I, don't I don't know. know. That's a tough one. No, I wouldn't. I, I There's think a you, no. There's a yes. You're I, breaking the tie. I, I don't think so because you have to change your offense so much for him to be successful. Yeah. I mean, he's going to run. He's going to do all kinds of things. Ah, But I think, well, he's he's on that list. He is definitely on that list. Yeah, but he can't stay healthy. No. And I think that's probably why he still doesn't have a deal. I'm just – anyway. All right, I just thought that would be fun because RJ said, "Who are you taking ahead? Of, you know, who who's who goes ahead of Dak?" And I think, "Hang on, there's a bunch." But then there really isn't once you start looking in the NFC. No, there in really the NFC, isn't. There's not. There just isn't. There's two guys I'd take ahead of Dak in the NFC, and one may not play. Oh, he's playing. Yeah, I agree, and I think he's playing in Green Bay myself. But we'll see. If you're the Jets, I heard this conversation this morning. I found it interesting. You know, the Jets, there's there's so much conversation. And, again, we don't know how much of it's true, how much is not true. 
the Jets are kind of waiting to see where where this Aaron Rodgers thing goes. Why don't the Jets just go get Lamar? Why don't they make a deal to get Lamar Jackson? If Baltimore is not going to do a deal with them for whatever reason, because again, you have to. They have the weapons on the outside as receiver, and if you're going to get Lamar Jackson, you have to change your offense, and you don't need those big weapons with Lamar Jackson. So they've got to find a big arm to go in there and get the ball to their playmakers. And that's Aaron Rodgers. All right. I just know one thing. Lamar finds a way to win football games. But I'm not changing my offense and I'm not changing my personnel that's built to win with the wide receiver position right now. I mean, they've got elite wide receivers. And you're going to put a guy back there that wants to run with it that can't get on the ball? You're spinning your wheels. All right. I'd take him. I'd rebuild whatever I got to rebuild. And, he just finds ways to win. He'd be mediocre. Is Baltimore mediocre? Yes. You think? Yes. They're in a bad division. They win games in their division, but they're not gonna. They're not gonna bust through. They just not gonna do it with him. Well, we could spend a week talking about Baltimore, <laughs> could we? Uh, it is eight sixteen. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as uh, we move through this fun Friday morning. Uh, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball on one hundred four point nine FM. The Baylor women back home in the Farrell Center this Saturday, hosting Iowa State. 4.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 5 p.m. tip-off Saturday on 104.9 FM. Follow the 12-time defending Big 12 champions with Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, on 104.9 FM. Christie's Burgers in Bellmead is locally owned and operated. With the best taste in old-fashioned burgers on a toasted bun, your taste buds will not go unsatisfied. Don't forget about their delicious chili dog or their tater tots with melted cheese. Christie's has that hometown feeling and friendly service that warms your hearts and not just your tummies. Open Monday through Saturday at 1045 a.m. Call in your order for pickup or dine in. Christie's Burgers in Bellmead. Stop by and get your burger today. 24-month lease with 5200 down for qualified buyers only. Lease and price and stock number 21047. 2.9% financing for qualified buyers only. See dealer for details. Dozens of 2023 Buick Envisions are on the lot and priced to move at Richard Carr Buick. Envision is a luxury SUV without the luxury price. Experience the quiet escape of a Buick Envision with a test drive today. Lease payments start at $269 a month or save $3,000 on purchase. Log on now or get here now and take home a new 2023 Buick Envision today from Richard Carr. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. 
With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. In Cummins Bank wants you to be the first to know about our newest rewards checking account, Mars Rewards. Mars Rewards goes beyond any other debit card-based rewards program by giving you exponential earning potential. We even reward you when your referred friends open a Mars Rewards account and use their debit card. Open your Mars Reward checking account, use your debit card, and get paid. Visit InCommonsBank.com Mars to view complete account requirements and open your free Mars Rewards checking account today. In Cummins Bank, member FDIC. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. All right, take 20. This is game time. And we're talking about quarterbacks and would we take Lamar Jackson as our guy? And now we're going to switch gears and you can't do it, can you? You, you just, Without fail. You don't have the ability to do it, do you? No. You don't. <laughs> no. By the way, let's clean something up here real quick. I, I got a text <laughs> from, a, from a friend that said, hey, I was, I was agreeing with Ward and not you until, until Ward mentioned that Baltimore played in a weak division. Well, Baltimore does play in a weak division. There's only Cincinnati in it. I mean, look, there's Cleveland. They're a bad football team. And then there's the horrendous, absolutely gut-wrenching, horrified – Pittsburgh Steeler organization. Oh, God. I mean, really? I, you, How got bad one, are they? You've got one bad. team to beat in that that's division. It. That's Cincinnati. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh is like playing a JV. Well, they're oh, mediocre. <laughs> on, their, on a good day. Mm-hmm. But they have pretty uniforms. Oh, yeah. Hey, they <laughs> no, can't they figure don't. it out. Pittsburgh uh-huh. has the ugliest uniform no, in the NFL. Don't. Only team I can figure out, go, they don't know what side of I the... I still hate the Steelers. They they don't know what side of the helmet to I put the too. logo on, so they, they only put it on one side. Here's the thing. Who's lost... I Can they know. not afford another sticker for the other side of the helmet? But, you know, Steeler fans are really arrogant. Well, like are the they team. ever? Are and they ever? And this makes me not like them. Me at neither. all. I just hadn't liked him since the 70s. No, so. I agree. He still should. How, but it's in, all, in all honesty, that's a weak division. It, it is. is. It is. But how in the heck did Lin Swan catch that ball over Mark Washington? Really? Can anybody explain that to me? Because he's great. 
I mean, you got to get credit where credit <laughs> well, is due. I know, but good gracious, he's not supposed to catch that ball. Mark Washington had great coverage. No. I mean, you could nitpick several plays in all those Super Bowls. Come on, Jackie Smith, catch the ball. Please. <laughs> Is that that must be a Metroplex thing? We can't get an outfielder to catch a ball and win a championship. Stop it! Oh. Stop it! Stop oh. it! <laughs> Come on! <laughs> we can't catch the ball. Oh my goodness! You're paid to catch the ball. My ten-year-old self is crying again. Your ten-year-old self. Ten. He was ten. I was sitting there crying. Oh, I was <laughs> distraught. Brutal. They're the world champions of the world. Oh yes, they were. Catch they it. were one, catch it, Nelly. One pitch away. Yeah. Jackie Smith, I can still hear Vern Lundquist on the radio. Oh, bless his heart. Mm. <laughs> that's what he said about Jackie Smith dropping the ball. I don't think that's what was said in my house. No, it wasn't. I agree. <laughs> oh, man. Terry Bradshaw. I love Terry Bradshaw. <sighs> I love Terry Bradshaw. There's only one real number 12, and that's Roger. Yeah, I like Roger, too. All right. <laughs> Gosh. We were going to have a good day today, and now you we got. Oh. Now we're talking about. Lynn Swan and you, you Starworth. And no, you're talking about it. You brought it up. Bad nightmares. <laughs> I'm just saying, none of us like the Steelers. Where were they? Was that in Miami? When oh Jackie Smith dropped the ball? I think it was, but I don't remember a, for a, sure. A give me touchdown. It's a give me touchdown. He's sitting down in the end zone, <laughs> and Roger hits him. Right between the numbers. Right between the numbers. He came from St. Louis. That was one of those mid-season acquisitions. Go back. Okay. Anyways, anyway. happy Friday, everybody. <laughs> God, look what I walked into. Look what you started. Yeah. <laughs> I started it. You, you opened the floodgates. I... Yeah, you did. Your fault. Okay, I'll take it. Whatever. I just don't like the Steelers. Are you a Lamar Jackson fan? Who? Never mind. <laughs> I know who Lamar Jackson is. But... Is he playing anywhere? Has he been signed? Where is he? <laughs> is he healthy? He's injured in Baltimore. There you go. Uh, Ooh, I don't like the Baltimore either. Anyways, moving on. Happy Friday. Was. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are stressing me out big time. I need to like. Well, there's something new. <laughs> Whatever. Gosh. So this started in Sweden in 2004. Sweden. Oh, boy. And it was brought Jody to. Jody Sweden? It was brought to the United States. Swiss rolls. Aqua jogging. What? Aqua jogging. Oh, I do that all the time. We could do You could do it. I do it. It's done in a pool. Or the, have, sh- or the shower. You have teams. There's world. There's a world championship every year in Sweden. Now, brought, I've heard <laughs> of this for rehab, but yeah, not teams. Rehab and elderly people, so Tom could do it. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh, no, no. Anybody want to high five me? No. No, we're leaving you hanging. Hey, but I tried this once. I mean, you know, I mean, hurts. Truth hurts. Here we go. But yeah, so it's it's a sport. It's not just a thing. It does help your heart. You can do it at home or you can join a team. But they have the world championship every year in Sweden. Do you even know what it is, Ryan? Are you looking it up? I'm I'm looking at it. I mean, I mean it's it's a rehab. I didn't I don't <laughs> I don't a, know where you're calling this a sport. Because you're moving your legs and you're going from one end of a pool but to that's, the other end. That's rehab. They, I know they no, have racing. They have racing in this. You can Somebody's race. Somebody's way too bored. <laughs> you can race though. They do it in Sweden. Why can't we do it here? Well, look at it's Sweden. 
They do a lot of dumb stuff in Sweden. <laughs> they say that you know it's a lot sl- it's a lot slower to watch than swimming. Oh, of gee, course. you think? <laughs> Thanks, Einstein. <laughs> but um, you know, we could try it. Just we could have our we could have a team right here, the four of us, because they do relays. They do you know, fifty meters, two hundred meters, all that. So my thing is, if you're jogging, right, and you have to go from one end of the pool to the other end, you better make sure, you know, it's the same level. You know, deep deepness, because you can't jog in eight feet. You could. Then you're like dog Not paddling. Very long. I know, hey, but then that's about, like dog paddling. What about getting the camels in the pool to jog? No, because then you, you have to ride them. Camel poop. What? <laughs> how, poop. how do you know? Because the water might scare them. When animals get scared, they go to the bathroom. Haven't you watched? Oh. What? I wonder go. if camels do like water, come to think of it. I don't know. I mean, Isn't I know there they water drink. in their hump? What? There water? I thought there was water in the hump on the camel. That's why they can live in the desert so long. Isn't that true? Or was that in a cartoon I saw? Isn't there water? I, don't they hold I, water I in their hump? I don't know. I'm not a camel we'll expert. This. What do you think, Tom? You're not even I know that they can go a long way with the with water that. reserve, but I don't know that the hump is... Well, where else would they put it? Well, I don't. <laughs> I really don't know. Their humps do not store water, but they're oh. still incredibly efficient in the amount of water that they use per day. So they don't drink very much, but they make. They drink. can retain the water, but it's yes. not in the hump. Yes. Do you think I, that? Uh, that I always thought they. <laughs> you thought that always, hump was full of water. They can go near. It, yeah. They can go. <laughs> they can go between <laughs> five and seven days without drinking water. Five to seven days. How about that? Wow. And they don't store it in their hump. I always thought it was in their hump. (laughs) Their hump, their hump, their hump. You know? There's a song. They can drink up to 30 gallons of water in one sitting. 30 gallons of water in one sitting? Camels are huge now. They're big animals. Ohio needs some water up there, so we need a dug out there in Valley Millies. (laughs) We need to send some water up there and make sure. Why does Ohio need water? Did you hear about that that city or whatever where the train went off so their water's contaminated? Oh, yeah. Probably because uh, camels are drinking. It's contaminated, and they need water up there. And the camels here are drinking 30 gallons of water at a sitting. That's a lot of water. That is a lot of water. <laughs> Ward sounds like a Red Sox fan complaining about Bucky Dent. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. Wow. Is that from Grumpy Old Man? Yes, it was. Oh, how did I know? How did I know? <sighs> Anyways, we could try aqua jogging. We could try it, yeah. It'd be fun. I've, I've had to rehab in water before. Have you? Mm-hmm. But I've I didn't had know to it, rehab, but I didn't, not in water. Not, I did not know it was a sport. It's a sport. It's They have teams, especially in Sweden. How about that? And they have some teams here in the United States. I don't know where they're at, but... I've it's seen it like if you thing. go to a gym with the pool, you'll see water aerobics. They do aqua jogging. It's the same thing, except this is competitive. I just didn't know it was a team sport. Right I, here. I'm, we got our I'm, team I'm right s- here. Still not sure it is. I'm not either. <laughs> Corey says that she he would like to see Stephanie uh, research the Balloon World Cup. <laughs> okay. A new sport that took the internet and Googles by storm. Googles. <laughs> He's using my word now. What is it? Balloon what? Balloon Olympics. World Cup. Or World Cups, yeah. Okay. I'll look at it. All right. All right. Well, y'all have a happy Friday. Yeah, you do the same.
Sorry if you're a Steeler fan out there. <laughs> go sell something, Steph. There you go. Uh, the NFC East, according to JB, has been the weakest division for years until this year, and Dak didn't get it done. All right. What? I don't know. The NFC East has been the weakest division for years until this year, and Dak didn't get it done. Not wrong. No. I mean, last year, if you if you'll go back, they went undefeated in the division. Six and zero, oh, and the rest of the against the rest of the league, they were six and five, and everybody wonders well, why it's still, they lost to San Francisco. Look at Dak's overall record against above five hundred teams. Not very good. It's awful. It's not even not very good. It's awful. Yeah. And again, you know, uh, until this year, Philadelphia got rolling, but it was a bad division, and the Cowboys would zip through, and there's six wins right there, and again, they were five hundred six and five. In the uh, in the other games, and you know, you win the division, and then you get beat at home by San Francisco, and everybody scratches their head. What happened? Well, you obviously weren't very good in a bad division. All right, uh, eight thirty-one. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us, and we're right back with more in just a moment. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Thursday, March 2nd, and hear from women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and men's basketball coach Scott Drew. That's Thursday, March 2nd from Rudy's. The Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialist today at ascension.org slash Ortho. Come join ESPN Central Texas Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show as we'll be broadcasting live from the newly opened Fish City Grill in Waco on Tuesday, February 21st at 4 p.m. Come celebrate Fat Tuesday at Fish City Grill. Happy hour 3 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. Enjoy ice-cold beer, cold margaritas, and discounted appetizers like fried pickles, shrimp, nachos, cheeseburgers, even oysters. Fat Tuesday, February 21st with ESPN Central Texas Matt Mosley, 4 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Good Feet store. Now that I'm pain-free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Attention Central Texas barbecue lovers, we have great news for you. Elberg Barbecue is now open seven days a week. 
Their handcrafted meats, sandwiches, sides, and desserts are now available from 11 till 3 Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, till 7 Wednesday and Thursday, until 8 Friday and Saturday. And don't forget, Hellberg Barbecue can cater your next event. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6 in Waco, at hellbergbarbecue.com and on Facebook. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed lighters, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The playoff road continues for the La Vega girls after a 123-20 win over Houston Yates. Conley will also advance with their 55-33 win over Taylor. The Mitch Thompson era of Baylor baseball starts this afternoon as the Bears welcome in Central Michigan. First pitch is at 3 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. There's also softball at Getterman Stadium as Baylor hosts the Getterman Classic. Stephen F. Austin is the opponent this afternoon at 3 o'clock. You can hear that game on Cool 101.3 FM. MCC baseball and softball are in action today as the Highlanders take on Western Iowa for a nine-inning affair starting at two. The softball team is hosting the Highlander Classic starting with a two o'clock game against the College of Southern Idaho and then a seven o'clock first pitch against Salt Lake. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Your home for Baylor men's and women's basketball. ESPN Central Texas. All right, it's 836. Welcome back into the program. This is game day here on or game time here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. It's the Bears and the Jayhawks coming up tomorrow. Our broadcast begins at 2.30 with the pregame tip at 3 with John and uh, Pat Nelly right here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk some Baylor and KU basketball. We're going to welcome into the program Shay Wildeboer from uh, Jayhawk Slant, part of the Rivals family. Uh, first of all, Shay, thanks for your time. We appreciate it. Shay, we were talking about we were talking with uh, with Pat Nunley earlier today about the facility, about uh, Allen Fieldhouse. Besides the obvious good players, what makes that place so special and so difficult for visitors to come in and be successful? Well, first of all, you guys, thanks for having me. You guys, it it, it is an absolutely historic venue. You get there, you look up, you see all the jerseys that are hung, um, the introductory video, um, the fans. The atmosphere, just the feeling. I mean, it's obviously, you know, to me, they've got the best coach in the business in Coach Bill Self. They've got really great players. But when that place is amped up, when that place is live, when that place is feeling it, I mean, the fans, they're on top of you. And it's just an unbelievably wild atmosphere to play in front of. And, and, you know, I've been all over college basketball venues, and I've seen nothing like it. I mean, when that place is on top of itself, there's no better – there's no better atmosphere. It's just, it's kind of something that's hard to explain, <clears throat> but it's a feeling when you walk in that place um, and you just know, I mean, the history, tradition, everything that comes with it. And, and over the years, you know, they've had some pretty good players too. What has turned the corner for the Jayhawks and, and made them go on this run? Well, you know, at first you guys, I don't know if you remember this, but there was a point in time when Jalen Wilson was just kind of like a one-man show. He had, you know, 38 at Kansas State, 30, 28, 
And, you know, he's got guys around him now that are starting to score. You're seeing Grady Dick, who had a career-high 26 points the other night. Um, you know, Jalen's doing his thing. Uh, you know, Kevin McCullough is starting to score a little bit. Uh, Dewan Harris, they're getting guys off the bench. You know, when the season started, these guys, these five or six guys were playing all minutes. And they're starting to get some production off the bench. And Ernest, uh, Ernest Uday, um, Zuby Ejiofor, and, and, you know, the guys are just kind of trying to starting to step up. The, the thing about a Bill self-coached team is that they really don't get started until February, and this team has obviously turned the corner. They've lost one game um, um, since the Kentucky game, which was at Iowa State, which is kind of when they really started their run. And, you know, they, they beat Texas by eight um, at home, turn around and win back-to-back road games. And, and the thing with Coach Self, the thing he always says is, if you're going to win this league, you got to hold serve at home and sneak a few on the road. And um, they've been able to do that the last few games. You, you mentioned Grady Dick. Uh, he, he really has stepped up his game. And his ability to shoot the three ball really has helped this club. It has. And you guys, to me, that, that's the one thing. If you're playing on the road, let's say in Waco, if you're playing on the road in, in Manhattan and you've got a four or five point lead with five minutes to go and you can get a guy that can hit some back-to-back threes and stretch that lead and really put pressure on the opposing team. I mean, that, that's a huge weapon. And, and the thing that I love about Grady is, is, yeah, he's a great shooter, but he's also kind of expanded his game. He's uh, kind of developing this baseline jump shot, um, scoring off the glass and, and, and doing a lot of the little things. But when he's shooting the ball, you guys, when he's on, I mean, he's just a deadly weapon. And you guys know this time of year when you're getting ready to start the NCAA tournament, when it's a one, um, you know, one winner, you're out of elimination type deal, you need a guy like him. And he's, I mean, he, he's coming along at the right time. How has the defense changed for this Jayhawk team, too? Yeah, well, you know, I, I, they, they've got a guy in, in Kevin McCuller. I'm obviously, you know, you guys, when I when he came here, I wasn't sure what to expect when he got to Lawrence. Um uh, he's still not shooting the ball the, the way that he. I think that he's probably capable of. I think maybe sometimes he presses a little bit. But when you had a Kevin McCullough on the defensive end of the court, when you've got a Jalen Wilson on the defensive end of the floor, and you've got a Dewan Harris, when these guys are turned up, they're about as good as anybody on the defensive end of the court. Uh, the, the, the thing that's been challenging for this team, for Bill Self, is you don't have a rim protector. You're starting to kind of see that in Ernest Uday, but you know, you've got a six, six, seven and a half undersized four man. Um, and K.J. Adams Jr. that's really playing the five. Um, so it's taken a little bit of time to, for, for guys to find their roles. You know, you've got some guys, um, you know, obviously K.J. Adams didn't play at all last year, a um, limited role. You had Kevin McCuller that was obviously on a different um, a different team. You had a Grady Dick that was in high school. So you've got three of the five starters that are just now new to this team that are just kind of finding their niche. And, you know, when these guys are t- turned up, and the thing with this team is you got to play with energy because if you saw the Iowa State game, there was no energy, and they got blown off the court. So if they're playing with energy on the defensive end of the court, they're playing the passing lanes and doing the things that they're supposed to be doing, I mean, you know, they're, they're as good as anybody. Jay, you, you mentioned the uh, the starters playing a lot of minutes, particularly early. Who's kind of developed into that six-man? Who the, who's the one guy on the bench that Bill Self feels good about that he can go to at any point? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you know, lately it's been Ernest Uwe, the 6'11 big man from um, Orlando, Florida, the McDonald's All-American. He was a guy that played some early, didn't play a lot middle of the season, and now he's really starting to come on. And the thing with him is just play with energy. You know, he's blocking shots, getting steals, um, being effective around the basket. You know, he's a guy that they, they're really starting to count on. Uh, Zubia Ejiofor, another kind of undersized big man who was, uh, who's missed a couple games with an injury, who's, who's now kind of the second big man off the bench. You've got Barb, uh, a guard Bobby Pettiford. Um, who's also kind of just coming back from injury, Joseph Yesifu, so there, and MJ Rice, who's a McDonald's All-American, who's who's kind of starting to see some limit, some minutes. 
so they're finally getting some guys now towards the end of the season that, that, that they can call on, and then they know that they can count on a crunch season, a crunch time. But, you know, they've had some foul troubles the last couple games. You know, guys picking up two fouls early in the first half, and Bill Self's kind of had to go to his bench, and, and they've been produ- produ- producing. What does this Big 12 race come down to? You got to win at home and so hold server. Uh, you got to win at home and then steal a few on the road. I mean, like like tomorrow. I mean, I I don't know if there is a bigger regular season game than Kansas and Baylor. I mean, you, you look at the win loss record. You're coming down the wire. What five regular season games left? But you know, you know, and and somebody asked Coach Soap yesterday during his regular during his weekly press conference. You know, what wins it? And you know, he thinks maybe one more loss, maybe two more losses gets it done. And you, you got to win at home. You got to start playing your best basketball right now. You got to start peaking. Um, you know, here, here's a prime example. You guys, two weeks ago, K State was on top of the college basketball world, and now they can't win a game. Uh, you know, they're losing on the road to the ninth and tenth ranked team. Um, you know, they're stumbling at home. You got to win games at home. You got to win the games you're supposed to win, and get lucky on the road and steal a few. And I think the team that's able to do that these last five games is going to maybe separate itself from the pack, or you could even see a, a, a tie. I mean, example Saturday, I mean, that game, um, you know, the winner of that game is going to find itself alone in first place. Hey, Shay, uh, we appreciate it, man. What, what, are you, uh, what are you working on for Jayhawk Slant? Yeah, big, big preview coming up on Baylor. You know, those, those three guards, I mean, you guys know those guys better than anybody. George. Uh, Flagler, Cryer. I mean, those guys are legit, the real deal. And I, I'm just kind of uh, watching some old games too, trying to figure out how Kansas is going to slow these guys down because they are, you know, they won the game in Baylor. Um, you know, they started out 0-3, and what they've lost one uh, Big 12 game since then. They are uber talented, uber good, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that game tomorrow and kind of trying to space it all out and see how, how Kansas can slow these cats down. All right, man. Hey, appreciate it. Thanks for jumping on with us. We appreciate your time today, as always. You guys have a great day. You do the same. That is Shea Wildeboer. He's with Jayhawk Slant, part of the Rivals family. I was just looking at the KU roster. Do you realize that Kansas has six, count them, six Texans on their roster? I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's you know, you, I wonder if those guys kind of get jazzed up when, when one of their – Fellow Texas teams comes rolling into in the Allen Fieldhouse. Besides Probably, the obvious, yeah. I mean it's it's going to be look that that place is. I mean, no no pun intended on the rock chalk thing, but it will be rocking in there tomorrow. Oh, it'll be loud. Yeah, uh, game day is going to be there, and then you'll have uh, yeah doors open at seven a.m. tomorrow. And remember, it tips at three. So they're going to have the, the doors open at seven and all that good stuff. So there you go. All right, uh, eight forty five. We're fifteen away from that. I'm just. Again, I'm amazed at uh, six Texans on that KU roster. Uh, we are presented by Alan Samuels and brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. I, I, again, la- the other day I ran into uh, to uh, Mr. Emery and got a chance to visit with him and and uh, and, and John and Braden. They're they're doing a great job with this new facility, man. They're at 203 South Loop 340. That's Highway Six next to Busby's Feed. They've been in business since 1943. Four generations of Emory family serving Central Texas. They uh, The new location features a huge showroom, and I do mean a huge showroom, 2,000, over 2,000 uh, products in stock for you do-it-yourselfers, such as bolts and nuts and washers and those type of things. They also have a great selection of rebar and accessories. They have. Uh, they also offer structural steel and pipe, sheet and expanded metal, culverts and gates, H braces and fence posts. 
Perlin tubing, beams, and and weld plates. I mean, they've got it all for you. And look, if you're thinking about maybe building a barn dominium, which is a hot thing right now, and you're not real sure about uh, about how to go about doing it, pick up the phone. Go see them at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They can help you pick out that contractor and get started depending on, depending on the, the type of project you want to get done. That's what they do for you at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They're doing a, a, a great job over there uh, at 2003 South Loop 340 Highway 6 next to Busby Fee. They also got their location down in Bryan. They're open Monday through Friday, 730 until 5, and they're open tomorrow, 8 until noon. It's PioneerBoys.com. You can check them out 24-7 at PioneerBoys.com. Recently on Game Time. Let's welcome into the program Jim Hallard. Think about the difference in this team right now in the team that started 0-3 in the Big 12. This coaching staff has done a marvelous job bringing this team along. And with Everyday John back in the lineup, it's a whole new dynamic. This team is capable of making it to the Final Four, but unfortunately there's about five other teams in the Big 12 that are in the same boat. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Kick off 2023 with a bang at Allen Samuels in Waco. During the President's Day sales event, get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo with total values up to $2,000 and 1.9% for 72 months on second and third row options. That's right, 1.9% for 72 months plus rebates. Or how about the 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with up to $3,500 in total values plus an extra $500 to first responders at Allen Samuels in Waco. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mex-alicious menu, a delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is the most important ingredient. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake or campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. In Cummins Bank wants you to be the first to know about our newest rewards checking account, Mars Rewards. Mars Rewards goes beyond any other debit card-based rewards program by giving you exponential earning potential. We even reward you when your referred friends open a Mars Rewards account and use their debit card. Open your Mars Reward checking account, use your debit card, and get paid. Visit InCommonsBank.com Mars to view complete account requirements and open your free Mars Rewards checking account today. In Cummins Bank, member FDIC. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The playoff road continues for the La Vega girls after a 123-20 win over Houston Yates. Conley will also advance with their 55-33 win over Taylor. The Mitch Thompson era of Baylor baseball starts this afternoon as the Bears welcome in Central Michigan. First pitch is at 3 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. There's also softball at Getterman Stadium as Baylor hosts the Getterman Classic. Stephen F. Austin is the opponent this afternoon at 3 o'clock. You can hear that game on Cool 101.3 FM. MCC baseball and softball are in action today as the Highlanders take on Western Iowa for a nine-inning affair starting at two. The softball team is hosting the Highlander Classic, starting with a two o'clock game against the College of Southern Idaho and then a seven o'clock first pitch against Salt Lake. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. The home for Baylor Bear Baseball is ESPN Central Texas. All right, 8.51, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Uh, Baylor football has announced that the uh, green and gold game, the spring game, is going to be coming up April the 22nd after, uh, what, 15 practices uh, that will take place, and those practices will begin on March the 21st, and then uh, they'll have the green and gold game on Saturday the 22nd at uh, McLean Stadium, so that would be a lot of fun. What What's the big thing you're looking for, Ward, when it comes to Baylor football this spring. Uh, quarterback position competing. Who's going to come out and merge in the lead there? It's exactly right. I want to see a couple of things. I want to see what the defense looks like with a new coordinator. Uh, you know, how different is this defense? And then where are we with the quarterback play? You know, is, is, do we have a quarterback competition this spring? Is it a straight-up competition? And and how does how do those two quarterbacks how do they uh, how do they get through the uh, the spring and and is it is it a clear cut starter in place going into fall camp? I, I couldn't agree with you more, and I think that's huge for for these for this football team. I, look, there's no question you got to get you got to have more consistent play from the quarterback position. For this team to, to to play better to, and to be better, they got to have better quarterback play than they got a year ago. And again, I realize it was Blake's first year as a starter, but they've got to have better quarterback play. Period. No doubt, no doubt. And I, I want to see what the defense looks like. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of transition on the defensive side of the ball too. What's that going to look like? Yep, new coordinator, and uh, so we'll see how that all goes. So that begins. Uh, next month, it begins in March. Uh, as we said, March the 21st, they'll have spring practices beginning. I think there's 15 of them. And then it'll all conclude with the green and gold game coming up on the 22nd. Don't forget, it is opening day for uh, baseball. Uh, the Mitch Thompson era begins today. I'm excited for that. Uh, and you can see the Bears in Central Michigan out at Baylor Ballpark. It's a 3 o'clock first pitch. If you can't make it, then we'll have it for you right here beginning with the pregame at 2.45, first pitch just after 3 o'clock with uh, Derek. And uh, Dan Ingham will have the call of the softball. They play their home opener against SFA at 3 o'clock this afternoon as well, part of the Getterman Classic. So we got baseball and softball at the ballpark. Of course, basketball at the Farrell Center tomorrow afternoon. And we'll have baseball and softball tomorrow as well and on Sunday. And, of course, the big basketball game between Baylor and Kansas from Allen Fieldhouse and Lawrence coming your way with a 2.30 pregame and then a 3 o'clock tip. So 
man, I'm telling you, we got stuff all across our family of radio stations that it should be exciting. Again, congratulations to La Vega. They eke out a 103-point victory. Was it close at all? No. I mean, not even in pregame? No. (laughs) No. Over in warm-ups. Holy smokes. If you just joined us, by the way, it was what, 123 to 20? 20, yeah. Wow. And that's the second round of the playoffs. That was a team that they beat a team that had won a playoff game. They were 19 and 4 and coming 19 into 19 and 4 coming in. In a, in a name that you recognize all across the state when it comes to, to athletics, Houston Yates. Mm-hmm. But man, it was not even close last night. And that's two that have not been close. Yeah, that's an understatement. Yeah, to say the Thanks, least. Thanks, Captain Obvious. <laughs> and I guess the question is, does somebody raise up and play them? I can't wait to see it. Should be a heck of a game if they, if they ever do. Absolutely. All right, uh, and we'll we'll pass along next week when when La Vega plays their next game, and we'll have that for you. Uh, next week, Monday or Tuesday. It'll either be Monday or Tuesday, yeah, for sure. So there you go. All right, uh, 8.56, that is going to do it for us. Uh, don't forget, baseball's coming up at 3 this afternoon. So no John Morse and no uh, Matt Mosley. Uh, and uh, they'll be back on Monday. We'll be back on Monday at 7 a.m. with another edition of Game Time right here on ESPN Central Texas.